Hi, I'm Deet Mazurf, principal of Windancer Films and producer of Ready, Jet, Go. I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now... Here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Well, I hope you had a great week, and here we are for another edition of On Screen and Beyond. This is episode 452 of the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond, Deet Meserve is going to be joining us. She is one of the uh, head people at Wind Dancer Films, and she is the executive producer of Ready, Jet, Go. So Deet's going to be joining us, and we're going to find out a whole lot of stuff about her and the shows she takes care of. That's coming up shortly right here on On Screen and Beyond. Of course, we've got uh, more information about uh, remakes and everything else. So what do you say? Why don't we get into it? It's time now for Remake Madness on On Screen and Beyond. Remake Madness. Well, well, it looks like Disney is in talks. Now, of course, I want to tell you that this is in the early stages, uh, so we, you know, we don't know if it's going to happen or not. But they are in talks with Will Smith to play the role of the genie in the live-action remake of Aladdin. So stay tuned. We'll keep you informed as we hear more. And Ben Affleck will star and direct Witness for the Prosecution. Now, this is a remake of the 1957 film that starred Tyrone Power back, uh, like I said, in 1957. The release of this new version will be in 2019. That's it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen to Beyond, what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies? Upcoming new movies, it looks like Amy Schumer will produce and star in a comedy called I Feel Pretty. You can look for that in 2018. And Marco Robbie will star in Mary Queen of Scots, says Queen Elizabeth. And it looks like Henry Cavell, Stanley Tucci, and Ben Kingsley. That's right, that's quite a cast. They're going to be starring in Nomis in 2018 as a... Police Trap an Online Predator. And that is it for upcoming new movies next on On Screen to Beyond. Let's take a peek at what's coming away as far as sequels. Down at Sequel City, right here on On Screen and Beyond. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sequel City, it looks like uh, Escape Plan 2 is about a year away. Well, they've already announced that Escape Plan 3 is going to go, and Stallone says he's going to be in that one. And Dumbledore will appear in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them 2. And it's Jude Law who is going to be playing the young wizard. And let's see, four Avatar sequels have been 
announced as far as their release dates, December 18th, 2020, December 17th, 2021, December 20th, 2024, and December 19th, 2025. That's it for Sequel City. Next on it's going to be on TV on DVD. TV on DVD, June 13th. You can get the Blu-ray release for the first time ever of The Rockford Files, the complete series. On May 2nd, there will be a couple of great releases coming your way, including the complete series of Vegas. Now, this is the one with Robert Urich, and it arrives in an 18-disc set, all 67 episodes. And you can also get Bob Hope Salutes the Troops in a three-disc set of Bob Hope specials. And you don't want to miss that one. That's a classic there. And that's it for TV on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, Movies on DVD. Movies on DVD on July 13th. The Belco Experiment arrives on Digital HD and on Blu-ray and DVD on June 27th. And let's see, Table 19. That's the one that you don't want to be at because Table 19 at the wedding. Hmm? Anna Kendricks and Lisa Kudrow will be starring in that one. And that hits stores on Blu-ray and DVD on June 13th. And Rock Dog. The animated film that lands on Blu-ray and DVD on May 23rd. And it has the voice of Luke Wilson. And that's it for Movies on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time. Well, Disney has a new hotel experience in the concept stage. Now, like I say, the concept stage is something they're looking into. People would have a two-day Star Wars spaceship hotel and experience, all right? You're going to be emerged into the world of Star Wars. So uh, that sounds kind of interesting. Now, it's only in the concept stage at this time, but we'll keep you informed as we hear more. And on May 30th, House of Cards with Kevin Spacey will be returning to Netflix for Season 5. And rapper Sir mix Remember him? Baby Got Back. He's uh, going to be flipping houses on DIY Channel. And that's it for TV and entertainment time. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it's Celebrity Birthdays. We baked you a birthday cake. If you get it to me, eh? And you moan and groan and woe. Don't forget we told you so. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! <laughs> Celebrity Birthdays. April 24th, Barbara Streisand turns 75. April 25th, Al Pacino turns 77. April 26th, Kevin James turns 52. And on April 27th, Ace Freely turns 66. April 28th, Anne Margaret turns 76. And, and Jay Leno turns 67. On April 29th, it's Jerry Seinfeld turning 63. And April 30th. Cloris Leachman. She's one crazy lady. <laughs> I've had the pleasure of meeting her a couple of times. She turns 91. And that's it for Celebrity Birthdays. As far as listener birthdays, we didn't have any coming our way th for this week. But if you, a friend or a relative, are going to be having a birthday, send the information to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. And we will all wish you a very happy birthday along with our celebrities.
And that's it for Celebrity Birthdays next on On Screen and Beyond. Deet Meserve will be joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. She's a principal at the Wind Dancer Films, and she's the executive producer of Ready, Jet, Go. Deet Meserve next right here on On Screen and Beyond. Today's guest on On Screen and Beyond has been one of the watchful eyes of Wind Dancer Films, which has produced Roseanne, Home Improvement, What Women Want with Mel Gibson, Bernie with Jack Black, and she also leads the company's animation department, including PBS's Ready, Jet, Go! as executive producer. She also is an author. It's Deet Meserve. Deet, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Great to be here. Now, Deet, Wind Dancer, everybody has... They, in their mind, they may not uh, remember it, but they've all seen it on all the shows that that, that the the company has done. Uh, at the end, you see that that famous symbol there that you always have, and uh, you guys are really busy right now. We are. We're super busy in making um, fun and educational content and working with um, what we consider some of the world's best creators to create that content. But the company has a long, long um, history of working with the smartest minds, the funniest um, talent, and this is just another uh, outgrowth of that. Yeah. So it was, what, 2016 that you started going into the uh, the. I don't want to call it kids' shows, but, uh, you know, the, the family-oriented kid, young kids and tweens and everything, really. I mean, but is, is that when you actually started going into that uh, that area? It really started uh, just a little bit before that, and that was when we began production of Ready, Jet, Go, which is our series that's on PDFs right now. Um, it premiered in 2016. Um, and we started production in August of 2014. I have to tell you, Brian, we were having so much fun making a kids' television show with Craig Bartlett that though we had thoughts and plans and preparations to do more in kids, it really tipped the scale um, much more aggressively and much more profoundly to do more in kids uh, because we saw a couple of things happening when we were making a kids' show. First, you get to work with some of the funniest, most creative, talented people on the planet. Um, but that also can exist in other arenas. But also we realized that in addition to working with writers who were um, writing you know, fun stories, um, to, in, in the case of Ready, Jet, Go, to teach, we also were making something of long-lasting value, something that kids today would watch, and then the next generation of kids and the next generation of kids that had a value to it um, as a way that we could whisper, in a way, to the next generation of kids about creativity and imagination, about being curious, about being a good friend. And those are really uh, important values to the company and always have been. And we realized we had this uh, forum to do that. So those two three things combined really made this um, an exciting venture and sort of um, accelerated our interest in doing more. Mm. 
Mm. Now, have you found it a, a lot different from working with, say, you know, the people in Roseanne and, and Home Improvement or the movies that you've made and, and going into the kids' world? Absolutely. Completely different. Sure, there's a level of talent in all of them, right? Mm -hmm. um, you, I wasn't around in the Windhauser days with Roseanne, but was there toward the end of um, you know, Home Improvement and really all the shows and movies since then. And those are always exciting uh, to work with that level of talent. Um, but they're usually very short-lived, right? And with the exception of series that go on for years, like Home Improvement, mm -hmm. you work on a movie for a few months of production, you go into post-production, and that's, you know, over. We've been already in production for two and a half years on Ready, Check, Go. We have another year on this season, and we hope we'll be making season three and season four with PBS right after that. So there's a much longer time that you get to tell that story and to get to know those characters. And the ability to tell those stories in many different ways is super exciting. When you think about a film, you get to tell one story, right? You get to tell Mel Gibson's story or, or in uh, What Women Want or the Jack Black story of Bernie Tita and Bernie, and then it's over. Here, we get to tell these stories, and they, you know, are being produced throughout the year, but we also get to play in games. We also get to make games and uh, apps around the, the same adventures. We get to work um, with people to develop books and maybe a stage show and toys that kids can play with that teach them about the planets and about what the kids in Ready, Check, Go are exploring. So you really get this whole world of storytelling that goes beyond just that one thing that you're making. And, and as a creator and a producer, that's Super, super exciting! Oh yeah, I can, I can imagine. I mean, it's it, like you say, it's not, and and nothing taking nothing away from those other movies and TV shows and things like that. But you, like you say, it's it's one focus you're getting that show on or that that movie. But there's so much that you can do with the uh, the animation and and everything else. Uh, it's just yeah, and you know we're we're now thinking about working with planetariums or planetaria, I think is the correct scientific term. Um, why not ready, check, go in a planetarium before you go see a movie, for example, about asteroids in a planetarium that's aimed at an older audience. Why not introduce that subject matter to the younger kids through our kids who already know how to, we already have developed songs about asteroids and about the moon and about the sun. There are endless applications for where these kids can live, these mm -hmm. characters can live. They can live in a, a museum presentation. They can live in a planetarium. They can live in more games. Um, and as the world of digital opens up and more and more opportunities start to come in there, you start to realize there's all kinds of ways that you can tell their stories in different platforms. And and uh, we don't even we haven't even yet imagined all of them. You can only imagine over the next several years what new things will will come about and ways that these characters can live off of the television screen and somewhere else. Yeah, and and you mentioned talent. Um, I I found I've had the chance to work with some, uh, but some of the voice talents that are specifically doing voiceovers and things like that for or for animation shows and things like that. They are incredibly talented. It's it's just unbelievable what they can do. 
I totally agree. Um, Ashley Ball plays Jet Propulsion, the main character in Ready, Jet, Go. And not only does she play that character in a way that you totally believe she is Jet, but she also can sing. Uh, we have a lot of songs in the show, and you've got to be able to sing in that character. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of different musical styles. We put them through the rigors. We have a lot of songs that have a lot of what we would call learning in them. You know, we did one on the 67 moons of Jupiter, and she had to name a lot of them. And they're not easy to pronounce. <laughs> so you have a wide range of talent um, that, you know, gets that creativity that gets shown there. And then on top of that, there's a pace to it that is unrelenting. You don't just have to be good for a day or two. We're, you know, making a lot of content. The first season alone is 40 half hours. So you think about that, that's 20 hours of programming that wow. the person has to remain in that character throughout the year and over, you know, several years of, of production. So I agree with you. Some tremendous voice talent um, that contributes to these kids shows. Mm-hmm. That's that's definitely. I mean, the, the talent they have is, uh, and to be able to do so many voices, and, and like you say, keeping in mind the person they are actually voicing over, <laughs> and not getting it mixed yeah. up with somebody else's voice. <laughs> exactly, it takes a tremendous amount of talent and discipline to do that, and especially if a few adults. Um, Let's not forget that many of the kids, and uh, we'll take Ready, Jet, Go as an example, those are played by kids. Oh, those you do? Okay. kids that are 8 and 10, 11, 12 years old. Uh, Mindy, who is, plays 4 at age 5, is actually voiced by an actress um, who's a little older, and yet she still sounds like she's 4. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she you know, has to stay in that character over many years of production. And uh, that takes some very special talent. Plus, they have to be able to sing. They all sing together. Uh, Sydney the Saints, played by a young girl. And uh, they got to balance that with going to school and everything else. I think it's a real testament to their discipline and their just amazing talent that they have created these characters. Yeah. Now, being the, the executive producer, and uh, a lot of the people in the audience probably don't realize what an executive producer does. Um, I, 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 when we hear executive, we picture you're sitting back in a chair with your feet up in your office. <laughs> How involved are you with the actual production? Um, you know, it's a great team. We have a team headed by Craig Bartlett, who's the head writer, the showrunner of the show. So the day-to-day, um, you know, he really is overseeing. He is the lifeblood of that character, Jed, and the characters. These are his creation. Mm-hmm. An executive producer really has a very different role. We're not hands-on editing something, and we're not sitting in there um, writing. Uh, in my role, I'm not a writer, but we read every single element of the show. So a show, an animated show starts out with first a premise. Everybody makes their comments and notes on that. And then it becomes an outline, a little longer, three, three, four, or five pages. We make our comments on that. That gets shifted now to the first draft. We make our comments on that. Then a second draft. We'll comment through each aspect of the production. Our job is sort of a bigger um, like 30,000 foot view of the characters, the brand, certain amount of sensibilities. We want to make sure that um, 
we're keeping in line with what we've, you know, what we started with, that the characters actually reflect the values that we started with. We don't veer off too much from that as, uh, as we move forward. But that's just on the creative side. And the executive producer of a show like Ready, Check, Go, in my case, manages every other aspect of the show, which is all of the business aspects. A show like that has to be financed. It has to mm-hmm. have distribution worldwide. And there's a team of people that manage that. There are some sponsors on the show, so I work with the people who help bring the sponsors, Osmo and um, ABC Mouse are our current sponsors to bring them aboard. Um, we're raising money all the time, maybe looking for grants. We may look for grants from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting or the National Science Foundation or any number of foundations. That's something the executive producer, in my case, me, uh, manages, as well as all of the cash flow and the financing and the reporting that's required for the various people who are involved with the show. So a lot of um, finance um, discussions. And then also discussions with people who are interested in, you know, publishing books about uh, for about Ready, Jet, Go. So we license the show to various publishers or people who want to make a scientific game or a puzzle or uh, want to do a stage show. So all of that falls into our world. Um, We also work closely with the digital team. That's the people who are making the apps and the games. Um, And we're also work um, selling the show worldwide. Right now, ReadyJet goes in 20 territories. That's more than 20 countries. It's a territory like Latin America is counted as one, but obviously many, many countries. Mm -hmm. Um, So we work on getting the show out that far. Um, and then we work on big, big, big events. Uh, we've been invited by the National Park Service to be the headlining event at the Total Eclipse, which is coming up in August of 2017. Wow. And we'll be part of putting on several shows with, um, you know, our team and Ready, Check, Go Band and Amy Meinzer, who's on the show. We will be putting together an educational curriculum and a presentation to go with that. We've done that with Johnson Space Center and with Cape Canaveral and other places like that. So we're always looking at ways, like I said before, that that storytelling um, expands beyond just what you see on PBS and on the PBS um, video app. It has lives outside of that, and that's one of our main my main, um, you know, concerns is to get it everywhere. I want everyone to know about the show. So we also, part of my job is to work on social media with our social media team and the outreach um, to make sure that that uh, every person who might ever want to know about a great science show knows about it. So that sounds like a really big job as I describe <laughs> it. I didn't realize I did all those things until I actually had to enumerate them all. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like you're bored. That's one thing. Never, never. <laughs> and it's super fun, especially when you're, you're something you believe in strongly, that you know is important, that you know is valuable and has long-lasting value. It makes you jump up in the morning to go, I know what I get to do today. And I do feel hugely privileged to do this work. I yeah. really do. I don't come into the work and go, oh, what do I have to do today? I know it's privileged to get to work with a level of creators and talent, animated talent, writing talent, uh, drawing talent, 
all of the talent, the musical talent that's on a show. Um, I know it's a privilege, and I know it's a privilege to get to speak to these young kids about science in this case or other things that we're developing. So I never, ever take it for granted. It's super fun. Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Now, Dee, did you, uh, when you were young uh, and, and growing up, were you shooting to to become a executive at a tv or studio or something or you know what were you what were you no. what was your aspirations when you were young i um i'm gonna say i was proudly a nerd and not a nerd in a way because i loved music particularly classical music i studied piano and played pretty much any keyboard there existed i played organ i wanted to play harpsichord though didn't get too much time with that loved classical music and actually thought I might grow up and become a musician when I grew up. But along the way, I lived in a very rich environment where there were constantly new things being um, introduced to me. So for a while, I wanted to be an ornithologist. Of, I loved birds and was obsessed with knowing every single bird. Um, uh, for a while, I was definitely a space geek and proud of it. My grandmother worked at NASA in the 60s, so she shared with us all of the mission reports and the photos wow. and the patches, and and I, you know, was fascinated, you know, with the astronauts and that idea of being an astronaut someday. I went through a phase where I was obsessed with rocks and wanted to be a geologist, too. Um, I tried on a lot of things and um, never imagined that TV or film or radio, where I also spent some time, would be where I would end up. I just knew whatever it was, it was going to be something with a lot of different interests in it. So I didn't think, no, I want to be a TV executive someday. I just I thought I was actually going to do something more like in science or music. Yeah, but all those things that you're doing that you did back then seems to have actually, um, you know, cultivated your your what the show would be like. I mean, you know, with like you say, with the NASA and everything else, and it, it happened. Now you're in, you know, you're not in NASA, but you're in a, a show that is getting kids interested in that type of thing. It is really bizarre um, when you think about it that way, and I think that's why. I've really wrapped my head around the idea that when you get to make a kid's show, you're giving them inspiration. It may be that they get interested in space because of Ready, Check, Go. We're doing another show with Kim Berglund called Worldwide Webbers. Maybe they'll be interested in geography or travel because of that show. You don't know. All kids are just sponges, and it all depends on what resonates with them. And that's why I think it's super exciting to think about you put that out there for them, for them to, you know, absorb and to get inspired by. And who knows what the future will bring. The person who may invent, you know, super fast travel is maybe watching Ready, Check, Go today. I have no doubt that that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, because I look at that in my own inspiration, the things I was exposed to certainly shaped me as an adult. 
Yeah. Now, there's a lot of different shows that uh, Wind Dancer Films is coming out with. And are, are, are you going to be involved with any of those, or are there other people that will be handling those? Uh, I am involved with every single one of them, and uh, in what capacity obviously depends on, on the timing and uh, on all of them. But each one of them is handpicked by me and the team here to be shows that had something important to say and with creators that we're super excited to work with who had either a unique voice or a voice that um, we felt needed to be um, out there. And so there are more than just me that make a show like this. There are hundreds and hundreds of people, and I'm excited to work with them um, as we move forward. But absolutely every show um, gets my utmost attention. (laughs) Now, um, I, I know we're getting down toward the end here, but uh, I, I do want to bring in another aspect of your life, which uh, is you're also an author. Yes, I am. I don't know how I you know had time to like, do that. How do you find time to never sleep? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, you know, that also the seeds of that were planted as a kid. I read a lot, and I had parents and family that read a lot, and I remember, you know, writing stories as a kid and never thinking about really publishing, but just the idea of writing. And for me, I spend the day, um, you know, collaborating with other people and I love that aspect of my life. I come home and I have my kids as I have three of them and then once they go to sleep, I had started years and years ago just writing ideas down again just because I had them and uh, my first book came as a result of that. Um, I didn't expect it to be anything other than maybe a little bit of a hobby and 100,000 copies later, and a movie being based on my first book um, has made me rethink that. Um, but it wasn't my intention. I never sat down and said, I want to be a published author. I just want to tell stories. And I think that's what attracts me to working with all of the people who are on the Ready, Check, Go and Wind Dancer roster is that they want to tell stories, too. I just want to tell stories um, outside of that that are um, more focused at adults and really specifically in Good Sam and Perfectly Good Crime, looking at social justice and good in a setting of a mystery romance. Um, And uh, that just really came out of, again, an inspiration. And I think, I hope I'm an inspiration for many people. Like, follow what you're passionate about. Find your voice and don't be afraid to, to... do it and do it with um, a lot of gusto and excitement, and you never know what will come of it. I, I still am surprised at the response to that first and second book, and, and we'll continue to keep writing. Uh, are you going to be have another series? <laughs> uh, not another yes. series, but another uh, addition to that series? Not to that series. I was approached by um, Amazon's Lake Union publishing imprint last fall, and they um, asked if they could re-release my first book under their imprint, which they're doing in June. 
And then they also asked me to write another book um, for them, again, of my choosing and not in the series. So I'm in the midst of writing that, trying to find time <laughs> to do that as well. Uh, but that's the thing about a novel. It does kind of unfold over time, and, and time is actually your um, friend as opposed to your enemy when it comes to production because you're always working on a very tight deadline. Mm-hmm. With a novel, I have a little more time for breathing room, so I'm working on that for delivery in the fall to to amazon we'll hope we'll we'll get that out fairly soon wow Jeez. now the uh i'm going to finish up with uh two final questions but uh after all you've told me here <laughs> i don't i don't think this question is going to probably make any sense because you, you, there's it's impossible that you have any more time left over but <laughs> but i'll ask it if uh, if and when you do have time to sit back and relax, <laughs> what are your favorite TV shows now and of the past, and what are your favorite movies now and of the oh past? Oh, my gosh. That's a toughie. Yes. <laughs> because I don't get to watch a lot of TV, but when I do, I have to be really selective because mm-hmm. time is always uh, limited, right? Most recently, last year, I just absolutely loved Hidden Figures which, of course, person making a space show is going right. to love, and the person <laughs> whose grandmother worked in NASA a little later than, than that movie. That was my absolute favorite movie last year, and I watched it multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of television, I would say my absolute favorite was uh, Stranger Things on Netflix. Oh, yeah, good, uh, good show. Absolutely obsessed with that and can't wait for it to come back. Uh, was been watching that till two in the morning with my husband. Um, and then I do watch for fun. I, my kids sometimes laugh at me. I watch a lot of kids television. Some of it's for research, but some of it is just, I really do enjoy watching Arthur or mm-hmm. cyber chase and yeah. find those stories, um, you know, inspiring and comforting and funny at the same time. So, um, you know, it's not just a job for me. It is actually something I enjoy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of animation too. So I, you know, I, <laughs> I admit I do watch kids shows. <laughs> <laughs> kids show watchers unite. Yes. I agree with you. <laughs> well, Dean, I, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us here. And uh, I wish you luck with uh, Ready, Jet, Go. And of course, all the other shows that uh, Wind Answer Films will be coming out with and uh thank you so much thank you for having me it was a pleasure a great big thank you going out to deep missouri for joining us here at on screen and beyond if you have some kids grandkids whatever ready jet go be sure to check that one out and also check out all those other things coming to us from wind dancer as far as kids entertainment uh it's a lot of good stuff they're going to be bringing us and i know that you and the kids can sit down and enjoy it together so be sure to check that out and another week has gone by it's getting very very busy very hectic i know everybody's got graduations and things coming your way I am going to be going to a graduation, and uh, hopefully I will still be getting the show up because I'm going to be driving across country, and uh, then I'll be going to L.A. for a while. And so a lot of things coming up, but uh, we're going to keep the shows coming, of course. And uh, but I might, you know, I might be a few days late on one here or there, but uh, be sure to keep listening. They're going to be coming your way. Don't worry about that. 
And if you have a suggestion for a guest, send it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com, and we will see what we can do about getting that person on for you, see if we can make a connection. And uh, we've had a lot of very interesting guests for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, we always do. We always have good, great guests. And uh, we've got more coming your way, so be sure to tell a friend. And uh, that's the best way to get things going around. And if you are on Facebook, be sure to like us. And if you are on uh, iTunes downloading this, uh, be sure to uh, leave a review. We uh, always love the reviews. And uh, some people leave things with suggestions and, uh, you know, things that uh, they think could be changed and things. That's great. We'd love to hearing from you. Uh, I, I read all of them. I read all the emails. So be sure to send it to me if you have something you'd like to say to me. And uh, that's it. That's a wrap for this week. So until next week, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care.